Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95. If you're currently considering getting solar panels on your house, no doubt you have lots of questions. This morning, we're getting some independent advice and information from Brian McIntyre from the SEAI. Good morning to you, Brian. Good morning, Gillian. How are you? I'm not too bad. Um, So lots of people talking about solar panels. I know uh, a neighbour of mine got them recently and I was even uh, having a chat with him asking him about the the whole process. Another friend got them out the county and they were telling absolutely delighted with theirs, uh, all the advantages to having them. But uh, still, it's, it's a big step and lots of people want to know more. And you're here today to to tell us a little bit about that. So what is the first step for somebody who's considering getting solar panels? Okay, the the first step you probably need to do is to try and get your electricity bills to for the last 12 months because that gives you a figure for how much electricity you actually use in your house. So, I mean, depending on your house, maybe you have um, young kids, and you're doing a lot of washing, maybe you're working from home, maybe you're not working from home, and all of these will have an impact on how much you use. So that will give any installer an idea as to the size of system that they should put on your roof. So then what you do is if you want to go onto the SEI website, there's in the grant section, you'll see then there's home grants and you'll have uh, solar electricity and there's a list of registered installers there. So I'd always recommend contacting a couple of installers, maybe three, to come out and, and give you a, do a survey of your house and give you a quote. Um, and will they do that they for free? Um, yeah. I mean, they're looking to try and get you to, to put in a system with them. So um, if you they, they want to come out and, and have a look at your house, and, and uh, yeah, that should be a free service. So I know this question so, is a bit like, how long is a piece of string? But what yeah. kind of costs are people looking at for installing solar panels? Again, it's one that I would definitely, there is a bit of variation depending on, on from what I've heard anyway, from, from costs that people get. So a typical system might be, i say, a two kilowatt system, which for a lot of people would be five or six panels on the roof. Now that can, prices I've, I've been quoted are between, could be between four and a half and, and six and a half thousand for those, for that size system. That would be a typical enough system. That seems like very few panels or um, maybe when I look at them, it you know, it looks like a lot more than is actually there. Yeah, each panel. Yeah, I mean, it, two kilowatts would be about what typically would most people would use because a lot of the energy used in your house isn't or electricity isn't necessarily for heating. It's washing machines and televisions and cookers. And, and uh, yeah, a lot of people would go for more because especially now with there's a, a micro-generation scheme where people get paid for the electricity that's generated on the roof that they don't actually use. So some people might want to go for more. They might actually be using more with newer houses. They might have electric heat pumps in their house and that might use more electricity. Um, so it can depend on, on each particular home. But for a typical home, five or six panels might be might be plenty for the level of, of electricity that they're using. And and ultimately, what you really want, the, the real value with solar panels is in, in how much you can use or maximising how much is generated um, in terms of the amount of electricity you're actually using in your house. Um, so, for, like, electricity has gone up hugely in the last year, year and a half. Like, just looking at my own bills, it's gone up, it's tripled in the last uh, 16 to 18 months, the cost of electricity. So for every unit of electricity that you're using that's generated from your solar panels, you're saving 35 to 40 cents. 
if you're just buying, if you're sending it back off the grid, you're not using it and you get paid for it, you're getting about between 14 and 18 cents typically. So the real value is in terms of replacing what you're using that you're currently taking from the grid with what you're generating for free from your roof. Um, that's where the real value is. And, and a, a, typically a two, two and a half kilowatt system, which would be, like I said, six, five, six, seven panels would be what would cover that. Are there any cases where it, it might actually not be worth your while getting these? Um, like I said, if it, it ultimately if it comes to the real values and how much you're actually using yourself. So again, looking at your bills and if your your consumption is quite low, um, then you'll need to use less electricity. I haven't. I, I, I've spoken to someone actually. I was speaking to a friend of mine recently, and their usage in their house is quite low. But still, at the, at the same time, like that could pay for itself, and maybe depending on how much they use and how much they're able to change your behaviour at home. So, for example, if you're working from home and you're generating a lot of electricity during the day, um, it's, especially during between May and September is where your, your peak generation is, what you get from your, your panels. If you can put on the washing machine during the day when you're getting a lot of, of that free electricity and changing behaviours like that to, to, to make the most of what you're generating, you can save more money. So it's, it's, I don't think there's an instance where you'd say it's not good value um, because ultimately you're, you're going to be saving or reducing what you're taking from the grid and saving yourself 35, 40 cents for every unit of electricity that you're replacing um, with what you're generating in the roof and you're getting paid for the excess. Okay. It's just a case of trying to maximise, put in a solar panel that's, that suits the amount of electricity that you're using in your house. So if you're putting in, if you're using a small amount of electricity, putting eight or ten panels in wouldn't necessarily make sense. Um, but if you're using, like if you're using a lot of electricity, that would make sense. So it depends on your own personal circumstances. But I, I, I haven't seen yet where it doesn't necessarily really make sense to put them in. Alison in Bellaniti has been in touch and she says she wants to know about batteries. She says she's heard some come with batteries, some don't. And how do you decide whether you need a battery or not? And what is there to consider around getting a battery? Well, like I said, I suppose the first the, the the first thing is really concentrating on, on using or generally sizing a system for what you're going to actually use. So the, the real optimal solution would be to put in something like, it's called a solar diverter. So what you're not using for your appliances or a cooker or a washing machine in your house, you can divert it to your hot water tank and heat the, heat the water in your hot water tank. So again, you're maximizing the most you can get from your, your house. So panels with the diverter would probably be the optimal solutions where people get the most benefit for themselves. Batteries, um, aren't as, as widely used. There's still an option. Again, it allows you to save more, say, store some electricity during the day where you might use it at night time. Um, but it depends on how much storage you put in because it does come at a cost. If you're, because there's some, a lot of people that are working outside of the house, they can sort of fill the battery once and then drain it once during the evening. And, and depending on how much they're actually using, it may not make um, a financial sense. So, Again, it would be for something like the, the, the contractor to put together a plan, say, look what you're using, what you're generating during the day, how much that battery can store and what you're actually using then in the house over the course of, by looking at your bills. So I'd say the first instance, the, the, probably the optimal solution for most people would, with their solar panels is to have what's called a diverter. So you can divert the excess to you heat your hot water in your tank. Because if you think of something like the summer where you might not have a huge amount of electricity need in the house, but you're always going to need hot water for showers and that kind of thing. So that would be the, the most cost-effective solution for a lot of people. But batteries do help in move in terms of 
you can store when you're not using it during the day and you can use it then later on in the day. So you can you can shift what time you use it. Okay, well, Liam has been in touch as well and we kind of touched on the cost already. He's asking how much do they cost and how much of a grant do you get? Because we didn't go into that yet, uh, Brian. So how much of a grant? You mentioned the typical cost, six, six to 7,000, is that what you said? Um, well, or for, six to seven panels? System, yeah, for a two kilowatt system, which would be four to five, uh, sorry about five panels now five to six panels it could be based on kind of feedback we've heard it could be between four and a half to six and a half thousand depending on who, on who you go with so that's why I think it's always important to shop around and, and get quotes off of a couple of different companies because there will be some level of variation in the costs in terms of the grants um, like I said the, the aim is really where you maximise the value is in terms of trying to size it based on to cover what you use yourself so self-consumption and a typical house would use about two kilowatts. A two kilowatt system would be optimal for, for a lot of houses where they can make the most of what they can actually, they can use all of what's being generated essentially. And the grant comes in as it would be, for a typical 80, two kilowatt system would be 1,800 euros. It's 900 euros for kilowatt. Um, and then for if you're going above three kilowatts, you get an additional 300 euros to go from two to three and additional 300 from three to four. So if you put in a four kilowatt system, the most the grant you get was two thousand four hundred, but for a typical two kilowatt system, it would be one thousand eight hundred. Okay, so it's ranging between eighteen hundred and two thousand four hundred of a grant. Yeah, for for most installations that people put in, yeah. Okay, Martina in Corbally wants to know how long do the panels last? Um, that depends on the warranty, but you should be getting a lifespan of a, of. 15 plus years from them. Again, it depends on, on maintenance and how much they're the weather damaging. But I haven't, most will come with a warranty that'll last long beyond the, the lifespan of, of when you get a payback on the panels. Yeah, still at the same time, 15 years if you to replace them all again, that's a, has to be factored in to any money that you might save on. Well, that's, yeah, that's just an indication. I mean, they could last a lot longer than that. I mean, that's just, a, I suppose, a conservative estimate of how long they last. Um, I, I would expect them to last longer, but that's just typically what, what a warranty that you might get would be for 15 years. Can I ask, uh, are there better value in certain parts of the country? And, you know, we all hear about the sunny southeast where they get better weather than we do. I mean, the the weather that you get, and we get a lot of rain here and a lot of clouds yeah. in, in Limerick, does that impact at all? It, it can to some degree. Now, I, I suppose it is a bit of a misconception that it's depending on sunlight as such. It's dependent on... It, the electricity is generated by daylight rather than direct sunlight. Um, so you still get about like the further south in the country, like a figure like Wexford would be obviously an obvious example. But like Wexford would get about seventy five percent of what's called a solar irradiance. So it's the measure of, of the, the, I suppose the solar electricity generated that you would get in in uh, Madrid. So we do like it, it's a bit of a misconception that we don't get anything in Ireland, but it's it it can depend a little bit on the weather. But the further south you are, I suppose you're closer to the equator and you can generate more. But the weather and the cloud cover necessarily won't have a massive impact on that because you're generating based on daylight. I know it's sometimes it feels like it's it's raining and cloudy all the time that you mightn't get a whole lot of electricity, but but you do a lot more than people would think. And are you aware? Are there any parts of the country that are, are more progressive when it comes to solar panels? I don't have the figures off the top of my head in terms of where you would, which counties necessarily, or what parts of the country would have um, be more have more solar panels installed. But like I think with the way, given that the way the the 
solar um, or the cost of electricity is gone. And the fact now that you can get paid for the excess electricity that you don't use, um, there's, there's very little reason to, or there's, there's very few downsides now to getting it. There's a lot more case for getting it because it reduces the payback in your house. Like a year ago, 18 months ago, I know in my own house, it would be 16 cents for every unit of electricity I used during the day, and now it's 42. Yeah. So that's it's, it's so for every unit of electricity that I'm getting from, from the roof, it's three times the value that it had 18 months ago. Yeah. I mean, there's a, a much stronger financial case for it now than there would have been. So it, it's not, I think the the, the I mean, we're getting a lot more calls, like the calls have gone through the roof in terms of applications for solar panels um, because there's a lot more interest for them now, given the cost of electricity and, like I said, this new scheme where you can actually get paid for the excess electricity that that you're generating with the solar panels on your roof, which you're not actually using yourself. So it's kind of, it's like a safety net that you can slightly oversize it, that you can, you make sure that you're able to generate from your solar panels the electricity that you're going to use in the house. Um, but also, if you go over that, then you have that safety net that you can get paid for that little bit of excess that you don't use. Yeah, and hasn't there been a change as well in terms of the law and planning permission for getting solar panels? Because I know we had a case here in Limerick where somebody put up solar panels and they were challenged for having done it without planning permission and it went on and on, but uh, she, she won her case in, in the end. But now I think you, you, it's not an issue. Yeah, no, it's not. It's only in the last couple of weeks that they've re- removed the restrictions on on the the area of the roof that the planning that the the solar panels can take up. So that that's another barrier as well that's been removed from from people that they can put up solar panels on the roof. Jim in Cahardavon wants to know: Will solar panels charge an electric car? So Jim is obviously doubly environmentally conscious there with an electric car and looking to get solar panels. Yeah, I mean, the first thing you would say is if you're t- speaking to an installer about potentially putting in panels, you would want to have that discussion about um, if you're looking at getting an electric car down the line, or even if you have one now in terms of what they can give you. It might necessarily give you a full charge. Um, and one thing to bear in mind as well is that uh, across, if you take a full 12-month view of, of the generation from solar panels, about 75% of that will come between May and September. So that... Um, that window between like four or five months between May and September is where we're generating most of it. So you can, and, and again, it depends on if you're going to have that car charging during the daytime um, or if you're going to need to charge at night. And and again, that would be something you'd look at. A battery as well would come into consideration if you're looking at charging at night time that you can store what you're generating from your roof during the day and draw from the battery then to charge your car at night time. So you would need a bigger installation to to charge a car. Uh, but you can certainly have a bigger contribution towards your electric charge, um, to, towards charging your electric car with your solar panels. I know your website, Brian, offers a lot of independent advice um, for people on solar panels, but you also cover a lot of other issues as well, don't you? Yeah. I mean, we would look across the whole uh, for the housing stock again. It's We're looking at making the, the houses more efficient, so reducing the amount of energy you need to use to heat your house, so using things like insulation where you're retaining heat in the house for a lot longer, and then looking at more efficient heating systems and look at renewable heating systems like heat pumps and part of the renewable energy sources like well, solar PV, solar panels would come into that as well. So it's looking at the three things, like max, making sure your house is energy efficient, so you, you use less energy to heat it, uh, ensuring you have a more efficient heating system so you reduce the amount of energy that you pay for to heat your house um, and then looking at renewable sources of energy like I said so solar panels to produce electricity or hot water as would have would would have seen in older houses that maybe 15 20 years ago where you see those those would look like tubes on the roof glass tubes 
they're called solar thermal panels and they generate hot water for you. Um, but the ones that most people are looking at now would be the solar solar PV where you could generate electricity. And like I said, you could also you can have a diverter to heat your hot water as well. Okay, well, it's all very useful advice and I'm sure lots of people will be weighing up the options as they look at their electricity bills over the coming months. Brian McIntyre from the SEAI, thank you for joining us on Limerick today this morning. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash.